Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to Sports Roundtable. I am Bob Branco. This is episode 326, dated Monday, February 12th, 2024. And before we continue with our discussions, let me introduce the panel as we know it at the moment. We start out with Peter Alchil. Welcome from Coos Bay, Oregon, where it's a nice day here. Our next atmospheric river is supposed to hit, hit, hit here on Wednesday. So we, well, we, are, we are dry and sort of warmish until then. We're bracing for a snowstorm tomorrow morning. Yeah, I saw that. Your Maybe 10 inches. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Reverend Michael Garrett. Well, welcome to a sunny 59 degrees, uh, Missouri City, Texas, where it's windy, but we'll take it. I believe I heard Don Wardlow enter the building. Don? Yes, you, you did. You All did. Right. And we're expecting snow here, too. Yeah, well, you're not far from me, so we'll probably share the same experience. Yeah. I'm not sure where Luther King is. If he arrives, I'm sure he will let us know. In the meantime, let me thank those people who make it possible for our program to be aired. We start out with Raymond Gay, our producer. Thank you for what you do. Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place Chatline. Thank you for what you do by posting our shows up on your bulletin boards. The media outlets for airing our show. Thank you so much. We appreciate you for that. And Finally, Jacqueline Sylvia from JS Web Solutions for archiving Sports Roundtable on my website. All you have to do is go to www.brancoevents.com, arrow down until you get to Sports Roundtable Podcasts, click on that, and you will see our archives from latest to earliest. Merci, Jackie. And thank you, Trish, for being with us today. We appreciate it. And, of course, Brad for streaming and because he is streaming on ACB Media 5, let me give out my email address for those people who are not aware of it. If you have any questions or comments about our show, please send us your opinions by writing to us at bobbranco93 at gmail.com. bobbranco93 is all one word, at gmail.com. We had a Super Bowl last night. Those of you who weren't aware... The second Super Bowl to finish in overtime in Super Bowl history. The last Super Bowl that that happened with was in 2017 when the Patriots rallied back from a huge deficit against the Falcons. So I have some thoughts about last night's Super Bowl. Somebody, First of all, somebody wanted to know what the new overtime rule was. And if somebody could try to make sense out of it for us, that would be great. Yeah, so what happens is each team gets the ball twice. I'm sorry, once. Each team gets the ball once. So uh, in this case, what happened is um, San Francisco got the ball that kicked a field goal. The other team, which we all know is Kansas City, got the ball back and scored a touchdown. If Kansas City had kicked a field goal, then it would have become sudden death overtime. The first person, the first team who scores wins. Um if uh, instead of kicking a field goal, San Francisco um, excuse me, we got some excuse noise. We someone gotta, we needs. 
please okay, so eliminate I'm, that. Okay, I, I've already muted you once. If you unmute yourself again, I'm sorry, you're going to have to be removed. Go ahead, guys. I'm sorry to interrupt. That's okay. You. Thank you for, for doing that. I appreciate so, it. So explain that again, please, Peter, how that works with overtime. Okay, so basically every, each team gets the ball once. So if the first team scored, scores a touchdown, the other team still gets the ball and gets a chance to match it. If the score is tied after the first, after both teams get the ball once, it then goes to sudden death, uh, uh, as it used to. So that that's that's the that's the difference. It used to be when the Patriots and Falcons played, the Falcons scored. Uh, sorry, the Patriots scored a touchdown, and the Falcons never got a chance to touch the ball. That rule was changed because. Um, of the Kansas City Buffalo game a while back, where Kansas City scored a touchdown in the over in the overtime, and, and Buffalo didn't get a chance to 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 repeat, and that seemed unfair to a lot of us, including me. So now for for um, playoffs only, for playoffs only, both teams get a chance to touch the ball once, and once that happens, then it becomes sudden death. Okay, well, your thoughts about the game itself. Go ahead, Mike. San Francisco, I was just going to say, San Francisco players and coaches said they didn't know the rules. Otherwise, that is they so may bizarre. Have, they may have chosen. They may have chosen differently uh, when they when they won the coin toss. Well, what I will say about it is, I knew the rule. How, how, how the coaches could not have known the rule is beyond me. It is absolutely yeah. beyond me. It, 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 it's, it's malfeasance. And, and, uh, you wonder why that coach loses big games. Uh, this is, I'm afraid, another example of, of, of how this happens. It seems yeah. to lose the big games. With a flaw. Yeah. Somebody, somebody admitted that the Chiefs are officially involved in a dynasty because they've won back-to-back -back Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to say that yet? That's my that's my question. That's my question, Bob and and Peter and Don. Uh, um, what constitutes a dynasty? Only three wins, three three Super Bowl wins. I don't think there's any definition of a dynasty. I think it's all a matter of opinion. I, I must say, three Super Bowls in five years is pretty impressive. It is. But is that a dynasty? I mean, I think a dynasty, to me now, the dynasty, as much as I hate to admit it, I think the the, the dominance of the Patriots represented yeah. a dynasty, a true dynasty. What about the Cowboys yeah. when they won three Super Bowls in a row? From what, was it 92 to 94? Now, you know I'm a Cowboy fan, but I still didn't consider that a dynasty. Okay. I think it would have it been... If Jimmy Johnson had stayed, yeah, I think that's true. Uh, I think I they would have won more under Jimmy Johnson. I think so. I really do. Yeah, Barry Switzer was is not known for his brilliance as an NFL coach. In fact, I, I heard Michael, and maybe you can correct me that that um, a lot of people thought that they won that last Super Bowl despite Barry Switzer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, but I'll tell you, I think how the Super Bowl was was lost. Uh, it wasn't so much the San Francisco coaching. Uh, Mahomes was just amazing. At, you know, at the end of the game, it was special teams. You know, we always seem to forget uh -huh. special teams, right? Uh -huh. You know, the they they uh, 
uh, Kansas City blocks an extra point, and then there was a muff punt that, that allowed right. a touchdown for Kansas City. Right. So I I, I think um, I think with special teams that that cost the 49ers the the game personally. And I wish more three. attention. Go ahead, Mike. I'll let you say. Then I got to make say about there, Travis there was, there, there are three phases of the game, and all are very important. And so you you make a good point that that that's a uh, eight point swing, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I wish I wish somebody would pay attention, and when I say somebody, I mean the NFL. To what Travis Kelsey did to Andy Reid yesterday? I mean, please, why do you go and bump your own coach like that? And it's getting a lot of attention with some of the local media that 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 the NFL should look into this and find Travis Kelsey for what he did to Andy Reid. I, I don't know if it's the NFL's providence to do that, but I hope Andy Reid says something to Travis. Uh, Bob, can I ask a question, please? Is the noise better? You you will be called upon when we ask for hands raised. No, no it's not. Yes, but I just wondered if the noise was better. It is. Go go right ahead, Peter. What were you going to say? Well, I I, uh, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I, 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 don't know if the NFL, I don't know if that's an NFL issue, but I do think uh, – I hope the Chiefs coaching staff decides to do something about it. Uh, when, you, when you say bumped him, what do you mean? What happened? I totally missed this. He crashed into Andy Reid, and Andy Reid nearly fell. And got injured, and all I'm hearing today on local media is whatever happened to respect for the coach. Uh, players shouldn't <laughs> be doing that to their own coaches, and blah 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 blah. Uh, I didn't catch the play myself either, Don. I heard about this after the fact. What about the coach getting out of the way? Well, let, what was Kelsey him... thinking of, though? If, I don't if know. Well, really... the, way I, the way I heard it was he was he was blustering you know he was he was in the heat of the moment they weren't they weren't doing well and i guess he wanted him to call some different plays or get him more involved in the game because at at that time he only he only had one catch and uh you know i guess he just got hot under the collar and 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 got in his face but you're you're right bob i think uh uh Reed should say something about it. That the coaches need to sit him down and and talk to him about that. Let's put it this way, Michael: If Kelsey had done that to a referee, he would have been suspended. Oh, absolutely, exactly, absolutely. exactly. And but I don't Mike, think Andy Reed should be exempt from Kelsey being punished. I think you know when, when you do something like that to any authority figure or anybody for that matter, you got to answer to it. I guess my, my only question is who who should who should meet out the punishment? Is that an NFL responsibility or is that a coaching responsibility? And uh, I, I don't know if the NFL should be regulating team uh, discipline. Referees are different. Referees are paid by the league. And obviously, if somebody bumps into a ref, the league will suspend and should. I'm just not convinced that the league should get involved with. Uh, yeah, you know, I agree uh, with you, Peter. I think that's a team. I think that's a team matter. I think they should. They should. Hopefully they'll call him in. They may not talk about it now because we're all in celebratory mood right now, but 
I think they they really should call him in and talk. Of course, to him. if they don't do it now, they they better not do it because you got to do it before they scatter to the four winds. Well, it will probably get done behind the scenes. Is what uh, you know uh, is what I hope happens. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't that, be done in house. It shouldn't be yeah. anything the league does. It should be like you know a father and his sons when this one of the sons has to be you know sent to the woodshed. Yeah, and and the fact of the matter is that the Chiefs were lucky to be in the game after after the first quarter or the first. Yeah, you know. it looked like San Francisco was going to run away. With it. <laughs> That's what it's I thought was going to happen. At one point. And the Chiefs found if, if a way. McCaffrey, to... If McCaffrey doesn't fumble on that first on that first drive, I think the complexion of the game changes totally. The only reason I I might question you about that, Michael, is remember that the Chiefs running or somebody fumbled the ball, you know, sometime after. Sure. So sure. It, balance, it balances out, you know, is sort of the way I look at it. But, you know, the Chiefs, uh, the Fortinaires had so many opportunities to, you know, to get a bigger lead and never could find a way to do it. Um, well, congratulations to the Chiefs anyway. And whether we want to call it a dynasty or not, it's up to us. But either way, I think uh, uh, the team, they're going to keep on winning at some point. They may not win every year you know, the, the whole thing. But they're going to be in contention for a long, long time, I think, as long as Patrick Mahomes is at the helm. And as long as that coach is still in place. I think both are required. It's like the Patriots. In uh, today's world, with, with all the moving that's going on, that three years out of five does, I say, qualify for a dynasty. It's sure, you know, it's like the 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 team in Houston who I despise almost as much as the Red Sox. You know, although the Chiefs, you know, aren't like that. They have they have character as far as I'm concerned. But but they're still a dynasty. There's a the the term dynasty doesn't last as long because there is free agency and people can, you know, pick up and move, which they couldn't when the Yankees were the real dynasty. So So Don, you really believe that that the Chiefs are tailor made to win to win again. Uh, well, <laughs> now that's that's part that's part of the issue. If Taylor says, you know, uh, dearie, your career's over. You're you're going to be, you know, Mister Mister Swift from now on. You know, that's gonna that's gonna take take a bite out of the team. Whether they can continue to be a dynasty without Mister Swift, I don't know. It's that's funny you that. should mention that, Don, because I see a parallel between what you just said. And uh, what happened with the Bradys? Giselle Brady wanted him to retire long before he did. At least that's what I'm hearing. And they ultimately split over it. I was going to say, that might be part of the reason why they split, because she wanted him to be a full-time father, uh, put football behind him, and just devote himself to her and the the child and the children. And, uh, And they ended up divorced, and maybe that was part of the reason. Well, but but two things though, Bob. One, they're not married, and two, he's a lot younger. He's still got a lot left in the tank. Mahomes does. And, Kelsey, by the way, no, Mahomes. Uh, Kel- Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey. Sorry, my bad. Um, yeah. Well, Kelsey is in his thirties, right? He's he's uh he's old for he's an old guy for a tight end. Well, he um, still he's still got a little little juice left, left in the tank. He's not as old as his brother. That's true. Brother, yes. His brother retired this year. But the okay. other thing about... Travis Kelsey's about, 30, 34 years old. 
Yeah. So he's he's got a, he's got another two years, I think. But more interesting question. But the, the neat thing the neat thing about a team like like Kansas City and any team that's going to try to be a uh, be a dynasty is the, the development of players. They had this rookie Rasheed Rice, who who developed in the second half of the season. Remember, we talked about it earlier how how they their receiving core was just pitiful, dropping dropping passes and running wrong routes and whole nine yards. Well, this kid developed and turned out to be one of the key players in their second half drive. Yeah. So, so when they, when they do that, uh, if you can develop players and they add another piece or so, uh, they could, they, they could be a, a contender early, early, early projections say that neither San Francisco nor Kansas city will be the best team next year. Well, San Francisco, Remember, we left a couple of good teams sitting at home. Baltimore is still going to be pretty good. Buffalo is going to be good. Detroit. Uh, Detroit is going to be up and coming. So we've got a lot to look for next year. And Watch Dallas out for the Texans. They've got upside. And look at what they did this year. They surprised a lot of people. They could. They and could. don't forget Dallas, Michael. I'm, I'm sure you are. You have your hopes nah, up for the nah. Well, I'm, I'm really not, I'm not too high on Dallas. I'm Dallas has had a couple of years or three years to prove themselves already, though. Yeah, they 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 they've got a lot of pieces to 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 fulfill, and they've lost two of their top defensive people. You know, the Quinn is gone, Joe Witt is gone, so they've they've got a lot to. I mean, they got Zimmer back, but you know, I'm not sure Zimmer is as good of a defensive coordinator as as Joe Quinn. I. So, uh... I, I, I think San Francisco is going to have trouble. Apparently, they have a lot of free agents. Uh, their quarterback is getting $900,000 a year these days. That that has to change. Uh, he played actually pretty well yesterday. He played he a pretty good game. game. He, he played he a pretty good game. A pretty good game. Yes, he did. He, he did. Um, so, before – I know we have at least one person who wants to all, – All I got to say with, with – with, um, I can't – I can't sing. I've been having trouble with my voice. But with apologies to John Lennon, I should write down a song now. Hallelujah, football's over. To the tune of Merry Christmas, war is over. And we can start talking about the sport where... Uh, you want to do a parody, uh, Don? You want to do a parody song? Not now, but it should it should get done because hallelujah, football's over. Oh, no, football, Don, with, with uh, the season's <clears throat> over. But now we get into the draft... Oh, and they'll yeah. be talking about football for the next three or four months anyway. Even though oh, the yeah. other sports oh, are going to be rolling, I'm so year, I'm so over long. football, ready for baseball. That's you the know. one sport that sustains itself all year round more than the others. And I've still got my okay. women's basketball. That's that's you know. Oh, by the way, condolences on to 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 uh, Connecticut. Uh, well, I knew that was going to happen though. Yeah. It's not like the Notre Dame loss, which was such a surprise and embarrassment. What happened yesterday, I knew was going to happen. But what what I was amazed by and delighted by was several things. The Iowa losing to Nebraska, tremendous upset. Uh, Caitlin Clark. Excuse me, Don. We we have a Jaws going. We need to stop that Jaws, please. Please stop the Jaws. Trish, could you mute that guy or girl or whoever it is? I don't. Okay, I'll look for him. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. 
So yeah, that's really disturbing. Yes, so, it is. So Go you ahead, had John. you had several games yesterday. You had Iowa lose to Nebraska. Caitlin Clark still needs eight more points to break the national scoring record. And while that didn't happen, they also didn't win the game either. They lost uh, 82-79. Then there was Notre Dame double overtime over Florida State down in Tallahassee. That was an incredible game. Then there was there was another one, Syracuse. They pulled an upset over Louisville. And Syracuse was dead meat with about eight minutes to go. But somehow they... Pulled a rabbit out of a hat, and they won that ball game over the Louisville Cardinals. So yesterday was a real red letter day for women's basketball. Hey Don, I mean, are you uh, there's no reason why you should know this, but do you have any idea how the Princeton women's team is doing this year? I've sort of lost touch of the Ivy League. Uh, they were division. as high as number twenty five. Were they? Okay, I don't know if they still are. They don't broadcast, lamentably. Well, the Ivy League is not a very interesting league for, for women's basketball. Oh, I'm sure they're getting better. Um, but Princeton's women's basketball has been pretty good the past four or five years. And, uh, you know, they, yeah, they, they you know, or come they beat They beat NC State last year. They, they, they did. Sh- yeah. shocked the world. Yeah, well. I, I do want to bring one more topic into this discussion before we open the floor to participants. The NBA made a lot of trades last week, and I think some of them were very significant. Uh, There's a few that I recall. I don't know if I'm going to hit on all of them, but there was a lot of movement in the NBA last week. Kelly Olynyk went from the Jazz to the Raptors. Gordon Haywood went from the Hornets to the Thunder. There were a couple of other key moves. The Celtics made a couple of minor moves. They acquired Xavier Tillman. And they acquired Springer for draft picks. And uh, a guy named Stevens went in one of those deals. And I'm sure there are others. And if I think about them, I'll be able to shout them out. But uh, the NBA was really on the move last week. I think people were just establishing themselves, positioning themselves. So, so the question is, Bob, do you think any of those moves really changed the, uh, the trajectory of those teams? Who benefited? Well, I, I, I'll tell you, I don't know who's going to benefit right now, Michael, but I know a team that seems to be benefiting all by itself right under our noses, and they're sneaking up on everybody, and they're right there, and that's the Cavaliers. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, what they're doing. They're in second place in the Eastern Conference. They're ahead of the Knicks. They're ahead of the 76ers. They're ahead of the Bucks, and by the way, Joel Embiid's going to be out for a long time. Yeah. Well, I think the Sixers are done uh, this year. Uh, well, hey, they they have a they have they've won thirty one games. I, I you know I I I'm surprised at the record that they have. They're still thirty like thirty one and twenty three or something like that. Yeah, but, but but the Knicks the Knicks after that Laker loss they, they just don't seem to be the the same team. They're riddled with injuries. That's what's hurting them. Without those injuries, they'd be right there too because they had momentum. They won nine in a row before that Laker loss. They got injured. Uh, they're making moves too, by the way. Uh, but uh, that's what's hurting the Knicks right now more than anything else is injury. Mark Kestisher said last week, I think, that uh, that, that, that the uh, uh, Knicks benefited the most from these trades. And I've heard more than one uh 
person say that they had the best chance of giving the Celtics a run for their money because of their defense and their uh, the folks who they got. And I expect the Knicks to lose for a while because they have to, not only do they have injuries, they got to integrate these new people into, into their team. So I, I'm not optimistic about the Knicks going doing very much, but I'm an, I'm a, 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 a very cynical Knicks fan. So I, you know, I, I don't, but we'll see. I mean, you know, a lot of people think the Knicks did a lot of good for themselves. And if they can get their injuries back uh, and healthy, they might be really, really good. We'll, we'll see. And another move I just thought about, Grant Williams went from the Mavericks to the Hornets in a deal as well. So that's another move that I've heard about. Trish, I'm going to open the floor to participants. If anybody wants to comment on what we talked about or maybe there's something you want to bring up, feel free to do so. So let us know when you see a hand raised and we'll take that call. Okay, we actually have some at the moment. Jane T, go ahead. Hi, Jane. How are you? Oh, here's your I'm song. fine. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm Jane. fine. Uh, there are a couple of things that were brought up in the uh, in the discussion that. Oh, hold, hold on. on. I, You're I don't think Jane. that's Jane. Hold on. You're the person Jane. speaking is not Jane. Um, I believe. Um, Jane, are you are you there? I am here. There you go. Oh, Thank you. you. All right, uh, ma'am. I'm sorry. That's okay. We all do. No, once. it's not. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jane. So what, Jane. what can we do for your... you on, on roundtable today? Well, I have a question, but I have to say to you, Don, the season's over. Now the draft's got to come. And then in, in a month or two, baseball will come. So hang on. It'll get here. I look forward to that, too. I am, too, Jane. I'm looking forward to baseball. I'm glad spring training is starting on Wednesday. Three very yeah. important events are happening yeah. on Wednesday. Valentine's well, the, Day, question, Wednesday, and spring training. Okay. And the question I have is, will you just, Peter, recite again the overtime protocol? Because I got... I got lost in that. It's aspect. very, it's, it is confusing. So the way to think about it is that each team gets the ball once. Okay. okay? Regardless of what the other team does, each team gets the ball once. Mm -hmm. If the score is tied after each team touches the ball, then it becomes sudden death. Okay. But if it isn't tied, then there's just a winner. That's correct. Got it. Okay. That Thank That's you. correct. I well, if it isn't tied well. after the first possession for each team, they have a second possession, and then a sudden death. So and then a sudden death. So, so what? What the San Francisco got, coach was arguing foolishly is they <laughs> they wanted the ball for that third time because if they scored at the third time, right. they would win the game. The problem was yeah. that they scored a field goal. Kansas City scored a touchdown, and they knew what they needed to do to to win. And so they could go for fourth down and not hurt them, if that makes any mm -hmm. sense. You know, and that's what they did. They, 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 did a, they did a fourth and one at their own 28-yard line or something, mm -hmm. which they ordinarily never would have done. But they knew that's what they had to do to win the game. And they got the first down and won the game. So yes, that's that's what the coach, uh, San Francisco coach, is being, you know, trashed for, for good reason. I don't think he would have won the game anyway, probably. I, um, I think Mahomes was just on a roll. And then he couldn't be stopped. I mean, that's sort of the way I look at it. Yeah. I'll get out of your hair and I'll see you somewhere down the road. I'll You'll see thank you, you as always for your contribution, Jane. You're welcome. Bye -bye. Thank you, Jane. Okay.
Trish, who do we have next on the agenda? Next, we have Mitch. Go ahead, Mitch. Hi, Mitch. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. A couple of, couple of comments. Um, first about baseball, Bob. Please tell the Red Sox that we uh, don't want, the fans do not want the Red Sox to trade Kenley Jansen to the Dodgers, please. <laughs> I don't know why the Red Sox would even consider trading Kenley Jansen. Oh, I, I don't please. understand that. I've heard, I've heard that rumor for a while. I don't know if they're going to do it, but it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, he's put us through enough heartbreak a couple of three years back. Um, two comments, three comments on the Super Bowl. One, Kelsey already said publicly he'd see everybody back next year uh, in the Super Bowl. Uh, second, um, a fellow redeemed himself yesterday, at least briefly. Uh, Nicole Hardman had a terrible season. And um, that, that touchdown that he caught to win the game, uh, at least I'm sure in the minds of a lot of the Chiefs fans, uh, has re- redeemed himself, whether enough so that he'll be back next year, who knows. Um, I disagree. I forget who commented about Purdy having a good game. He had an average game. And, um, uh, you know, Mahomes is, is the best, and in uh, five or ten years they'll be saying he's the GOAT, and Tom Brady is the, uh, the runner-up GOAT. But uh, we'll see. He'll just be the old He'll just be the old goat, The old goat. <laughs> yeah, I like. Very good. But no, uh, Purdy, Purdy had an average game, and in the Super Bowl, uh, you need you need your quarterback to, to play better than an average game. Um, I, I do want to comment on, uh, and I have never said this before, I feel sorry for UCLA. Uh, you know, <laughs> I will, you know, I've, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm shaking my head and thinking the reason that we have the runaway, the uh, name, image, and likeness, and the runaway uh, transfer portal nonsense is because of moves like the one pulled by Chip Kelly. Um, however many young men he signed uh, out of high school, however many young men uh, he signed out of the transfer portal, uh, I'm sure they feel betrayed and angry and generally ticked off at, uh, at college football. And uh, I, uh, you know, I don't know where Deshaun Foster came from in terms of his, his coaching experience, but... Uh, uh, in fact, I laughed uh, earlier today. I heard that they they were going to make their decision quickly, and one of the options was Pete Carroll, and that would have been sacrilege. Um, you know, Pete Carroll to me was the best USC coach since John McKay, but uh, but they hired Deshaun Foster, and it reminds me of their hire years ago of the guy who used to be a wide receiver for the Bruins, whose name escapes me and who was a dreadful coach for them, and I think he lasted three seasons. But uh, I, I, uh, I actually feel sorry for, uh, for UCLA fans and for the UCLA uh, uh, football team. So help educate us. What, hap- what happened with Kelly? Apparently, Kelly was offered the uh, offensive coordinator job for Ohio State, 
And for whatever reason, uh, unless he thinks that the Ohio State coach isn't going to be around for more than another year or two, maybe he thinks he's going to be uh, the, uh, the Ohio State football coach. Although his brand of football um, doesn't really jive with the Big Ten. But, um, you know, he, he jumped ship. There had been talk for the last couple of years uh, about firing Kelly. Kelly's one loss record was, was not too much over 500. So um, he, he was kind of, if not on the hot seat, on the warm seat. So I guess he thought that uh, going to Columbus was a better opportunity. Well, I, I, would, I would think, I mean, you know, Ohio State is a much better program than UCLA, and he might have thought he, he could do better there than, you know, uh, being on the warm seat at UCLA. He came in saying that he could build that UCLA program. That was, that was his selling point. Well, he, he, made, he made it better at least for a couple of years, but, but the timing stinks. You know, if I were a Bruin fan, um, I'd be really angry. I, I agree, Mitch. I guess my comment is, you know, as, as we keep saying, college football is like the Wild West. And people, the coaches can seem to do what they want to do, and now the players are following suit. And it's just, it's just incredibly sad. You know? Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's incredibly it, it is. sad. But, uh, but I like a couple of others of you. I'm, I'm ready for baseball. Uh, I don't remember if I mentioned this last week. You know, the Dodgers open up against the Padres on the 20th and 21st, and those two games are going to start at three o'clock in the morning uh, in Korea, West right? Coast time. Yes, they're in Seoul. So uh, I've already got it on my calendar. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely, Michael. Take your afternoon nap, Mitch. That's all I can tell Uh, you. Well, yeah, no no question about that. Uh, But I'm, you know, I'm frequently up at 3 o'clock in the morning anyway. Yeah, I am too. So, So, I mean, uh, you know, we're we're West Coasters. And we still yeah. are we're slaves to the East Coast. That's a poor choice of words. Sorry about that. I got a I got a buddy um, who who works uh, for a for a bank down the street. He's uh, he's a friend and he's uh, he's in our Lions Club. And and Ron was saying uh, the other day that he said, "Well, I got to be into work, but I'm still going to be up for the baseball game at three o'clock in the morning." <laughs> yeah. And well. was that three Pacific or three? Three Eastern. Pacific. Those okay. of you on the East Coast will, uh, you know, six a.m. Our time. Yeah, no, that's, that's doable. Time. Yeah, that's and especially if Tim Neverett is on the internet broadcast, that's doable because Tim Tim Neverett is really cool. Yeah, he'll he'll likely be uh, because because Steiner just doesn't do many road games anymore. Uh, once in a while, San Francisco, San Diego, but it. It is primarily Tim Neverett, and I haven't heard that uh, that there's going to be any change there. In Korea, my God, that's a massive trip. Even from Los Angeles, yeah. that's a massive trip. But young, but Neverett's a whole lot younger than Charlie. You know, it's what's interesting about it is the games on the twentieth and the twenty-first. I'm thinking, man, that's early. And then I realized what when the season. The regular season starts officially. The Dodgers open up on the 28th against St. Louis. And I'm thinking the season's getting earlier and earlier. 
It is, Mitch. It sure is. It's getting Mitch, if you recall, if you recall, Mitch, I forgot what year it was. I want to say 2008 and even beyond. Some of the baseball teams have their spring trainings interrupted because they started their season in Japan. So uh, a trip to Japan is is just as excruciating as a trip to Korea. And they were playing games in Japan on the 21st or so. They were doing. I guess what's going to. I guess what's going to happen is the Dodgers will play the second game on the 21st. They'll fly back, and they'll probably have the freeway series against the Angels, maybe the 24th, 5th, and 6th. Yes, that's a three. That's already set. Yep, and I've read exactly that scenario. And then the 28th, I don't know if they open in L.A. or at Bush. No, they open here. They open in L.A. uh, St. Louis Louis in March is very dubious weather-wise. Well, so is yeah. most of the country. You know, That's true. Nobody, nobody thinks about this. I mean, open up, you know, mid-April, do split doubleheaders if you don't want to do regular doubleheaders. But my God, opening in March in Denver and Mrs. Minnesota. And I, I mean, got a better, I got a better idea, Just Don. thinking about Minnesota. I, I've got a better idea, and I love baseball. Start the season... May 1st, play 120 or 130 games, start the season May 1st, go to September 30th or the first day or two of October. The union will never sit still for no. any of this. And win no, they, they won't. They won't. But, but, but that's what ought to happen, I think. Yeah, yeah we that's, all know that, Mitch, but it's all about the money. That's that's what of dictates course. and dominates sports anyway. Money, money, Michael money. Garrett. Michael? Yeah. You, I, you were I, saying something. I, I think we were. I was we just do. saying, build a dome stadium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's require dome stadiums for everybody in the northern part of the country. Mitch, it before is. you disappear, I know we have other other callers. Uh, I heard that your beloved Lakers uh, signed Dimwitty. Any thoughts about that? Uh, yeah, I just heard. I just heard that this morning because apparently uh, Matt Christie is out for a while. And uh, and uh, D'Angelo Russell, who who they tried desperately to trade and nobody apparently wanted him, uh, was uh, came out of the game the other night with some some injury. So they figured uh, they better sign another uh, another guard. So why would Brooklyn uh, let Dinwiddie go? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard anything you know negative, but you know he's just a guy. Uh, so, you know, he'll get his 10 or 12 minutes a game, perhaps. But I thought he was a decent shooter. That's what I remember about him. And when Brooklyn Lakers, let Kyrie, let's put it this way. When Brooklyn let Kyrie go and they had Dimwitty back, I said, that's a good replacement. I think they'll survive with that. Yeah, well, well the Lakers ought to rename themselves the L.A. Jekyll and Hydes. <laughs> you know, they are the most inconsistent team the, in in the league, I think. Or yeah, least, with a banner, uh, with a banner, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, banner. exactly. And Mitch, <laughs> Mitch, <laughs> what is with what is with USC not broadcasting their women's basketball? And they've got Juju Watkins, who's a generational player. She's the next Candace Parker. But yeah, there's no radio station. There's no internet outlet. No. Nothing has USC women's. Basketball, it's Nobody, insane. UCLA is in the top ten uh, women's basketball wise, and they're not they they've not carried the UCLA games in a couple of years either. Really, so college women's college basketball out here 
is is just not as big as it is in other parts of the country. Well, if Juju Watkins transfers to Connecticut or anywhere else, USC has only themselves to blame. She's not transferring anywhere. She's going to go to the WNBA next year. Mitch, Rich, I thought I heard your voice. Rich. How are the Kings well, doing? I was just trying to jump in and let you guys know we have two more hands waiting. Okay, right. well, uh, I think we ought to take them. Mitch, I want to thank you again Absolutely. for your participation. You take care. You too. All right. Bye. Take care. Next, we have Robert Acosta. Hi, Robert. What's up? Greetings, guys. You're wonderful. I sure learned a lot listening to you. Good um, to hear your I voice, Robert. Don here. I hope you can hear me here. Okay. Loud and clear. Can we all, can we hear me? Do yes. I need a mic? Okay. Real quick. Don't forget the Clippers. That's number one. I'm going to hit these. Shanahan has lost 10 point games to Kansas City. He was the coordinator at Atlanta in 17. Remember 34 to 28, which I'll never forget. Um, so he has a re record of this. Las Vegas picks the 49ers to win the Super Bowl next year in Kansas City. Second, Detroit Lions are fifth. And that that was interesting to me. And Peter, don't let me forget one more question about the overtime. Uh, I'm going to end. I'm not, there's a lot of guys that probably want to talk here. But my point is, it was a great Super Bowl. Um, they should not have gone first on overtime. I'm, I'm not going to steal that. Kurt Warner, I heard Kevin Harland who is a yeah. fantastic announcer. Um, the TV guys, I didn't want them hard of hearing anyway, so I'd get the radio in my ear and scream, and the neighbors think I'm crazy, and they, I am during Super Bowl. Um, I don't care about UCLA. I've been at SC since 1947. That shows you how old I am. I've cried losing to Notre Dame. If you can't beat UCLA and Notre Dame, <clears throat> Lincoln Kelly ought to go. But the portal's terrible. It's, it's absolutely terrible. I think the players probably should have gotten paid long ago, but in some way. But the portal, the, he can get, the guy can get mad at a coach and suddenly he's playing, you know, with Ohio State. I don't know how Kelly fits at Ohio State. What I heard about Kelly is that he, he didn't want to talk to donors. He didn't, he wasn't good with the press. He was pretty good recruiting, but that wasn't enough. UCLA, uh, I don't know what they're going to do with this. Deshaun, um, we remember him at Tustin High School, UCLA. He was the coordinator for the Raiders, the offensive coordinator. They should have got Dion Neon or something. That at least have been exciting for UCLA. But I hope they lose every game. I'm USC all the way, and I just don't know what, how we're going to do with the portal. Finally, Peter, I'm, I'm going to give others a chance. I want to ask you, isn't it true that the overtime is only 15 minutes, so saith Kevin Harlan on the radio? What happens if they went and did and tied? Would they let them tie or just keep no, going? No, they, they continue no. playing. I'm sorry? They Somebody continue. has to win. Somebody they, has yeah. to win. Yeah, they continue they said playing. It was 15 minutes you have, and they kept saying 11.45 right. on the radio. And thank God I had Kevin Harlan, who used the crowd beautifully, who you discussed, described the touch. He, he didn't say too loud who caught the ball. Wasn't that end who I'd never heard of before that caught it uh, from the from the Jets? Or did he, or was it Green Bay? The, I don't. The I don't kid, remember. I can't remember, but he was nothing. Mitch is right. He, he he stepped into history, and it was a fantastic Super Bowl. I won't call them a dynasty yet. I think of the Pittsburgh Steelers too. Nobody's mentioning they were pretty good, 
And in their old days, Green Bay Packers weren't bad, but I'm ready to call them a dynasty. And I think uh, Mahomes, obviously, is the best quarterback in the NFL. I, I so really before you go, him. Bob, say and I'm done. I want to give others a chance. I, know, I also want to you... respond to something you said, too, Please. Bob, but I'll let Please. Peter go first. Uh, yeah. So before you go, Bob, say a couple of words about the Clippers, because uh, they intrigue me as well. And I know Michael's a, a big fan of James Harden. Um, James so Harden is his playing fabulous he's fit in the chemistry very well Westbrook's on the bench thank God and he comes in as a six man and gunning um they're just really they got the zoo back their center a big center uh and of course Paul George and um Leonard uh the the thing is is knowing how to win the Clippers sometimes they don't know how to win the playoffs they you know that's the problem with Baltimore Ravens they they threw too many times um, you got to know how to win, and Jackson folds up on in the playoffs. I don't know. Bob, what two goes questions. On. Okay, two Bob, questions. go ahead. Okay, um, the Clippers recently played the Celtics. They murdered the Celtics here at home. Yeah. What happened to Duvats? He didn't play in that game. Yeah, he was injured, but I don't know the injury. I don't. I don't like the radio announcer for the Clippers. He's a screamer. I hear the ra- the the in- Mitch is right. Jekyll and Hyde Raiders, but I like John Ireland and Michael Thompson. They're really good. So. Yeah, and my response good. to one of your earlier comments about Vegas picking the Super Bowl winner and who's going to finish second and all that next yeah. year. We haven't even either CBS have... or CBS or somebody came with the polls out of out okay. of Vegas, though. Well, well, here's what amazes me about that. We haven't okay. got to free agency yet. We haven't gotten to the draft. That's yet. right. Why are they predicting? That's right. And Kansas it's City's got, betting, got, got the. By the way, Travis Kelsey's a punk. He he didn't just crash into him like off the sideline. He 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 went through this before in a game. They didn't include him in a play, and he yelled at Andy Reid, and Andy says, "You're not the only one on this team." It's a team effort, and uh, but this time he ran into him. I wondered if anybody knows what the slap down is that Kelsey does at the end of the game. He gets on the stage and acts like a jackass, but they, they some like it, some don't. I don't know it, what he does, but anyway, he's great. You know, he broke Bronx records, but he's getting older, and um, but they'll find another receiver. They'll and yeah, lastly, you- lastly, if I may, I was uh, upset with Mahomes. Why are they throwing short passes? Why is he? You know, but he just says, because I got a great defense and I'll know when to run. And he sure did. It was a great game. Mahomes I, I, I was for Kansas City. I, I pretty played. I'm with Mitch. An average, you could lean and say good, but he, he made mistakes. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you, Bob. Bob. And what I'll all say about Mahomes is when it counted in the fourth quarter and in overtime, mm-hmm. he was fabulous. Yeah, he just, he was amazing. Okay. He just was amazing. Thank you, Bob. Trish? Surely. Janet Wright. Who? Hello, I'm, I'm 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 an, I'm a first time first time caller. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. But anyway, um, I cannot understand how Mitch Holtis can <clears throat> do his touchdown Kansas City without having a sore throat. But that's but I was gonna say, what about the what a what about the uh, field goal with the fifty five and fifty seven uh. Yard touchdown or field goals yesterday. Longest in Super Bowl history. And I and I I love I love uh, Kevin. Um, what's his name from West? Kevin Harlan. Kevin yeah. Harlan. But yeah. that guy Mitch is crazy, like you say. But you know he's crazy good. That he yeah, could, he is. He could, if I could listen to him, which 
I can only do on YouTube. I could I could actually almost enjoy football, which I haven't really said since Marty Glickman retired from the Jets. Yeah, I, I like listening to him, too. And uh, I like listening to uh, Denny Matthews, but Denny Matthews is getting a lot older in baseball. So Why is he ever? When he's he, going to retire. Yeah, you never do retire a legend. We have John Sterling here in New York, who should have been pastured 20 years ago. Yeah, I should And the same can be said of Denny. Maybe not 20, maybe less for Denny. But he and Fred White were quite a team back in the oh, Paleolithic yeah, times. Yep. So. And Denny Matthews has actually, actually written some books. Didn't know has he that. really? Yep. About his broadcasting life? Um, Possibly. I don't remember what he wrote. I think he did, maybe. Hello? That would be worth reading. Good. Uh, right here. Sorry. So, so, so uh, where was so John? Doing like an interior car clean. So, if you have any cars that need Oh, my God. I have no cars. Oh, okay. I'm trying to I'm find gonna... it. I'm trying you to find too. it. I'm sorry. I appreciate it. I know you're doing your best. I appreciate it. Um, uh, well, I was going to say something. Oh, the field goal kickers. <laughs> no. Uh, that really was remarkable. I talked about the, 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 uh, the, uh, special teams, uh, and how that's so important. You know, and and San Francisco kicks this long oh, field goal, and then Kansas City kicks a longer field goal. You know, uh, just uh, remarkable. I thought both teams were nuts but, but to try those field goals because, as we all know, if you miss them, the the team gets the other team gets the ball back in good field position. But they both made them, and um, you know, it's sort of hard to argue with success. So, uh, and we've watched the game evolve from a time when a forty-yard field goal was considered a long boot. But 40 is normal nowadays. Yeah, now it's 57. That's a long boot, or 60. It really, really was. Gotten gotten stronger. Thank you, Janet. Might have have to check the kickers to see if they're uh, taking uh, enhancements. (laughs) Only in Houston. Oh no, that's all over the place. I know. I, 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 I'm being, I'm being playful. You're right. It, it's, it's everywhere. Um, you know, the kickers are amazing. They've obviously gotten a whole lot better. I mean, you're right because Don, forty yards back when I was began to watch football was a lot, and now we're dealing with you know, fifty is normal. You know, when you get to beyond fifty, you know, it's whatever. Although Buffalo did miss a, was it a forty yarder? You know, wide right that that gave the Chiefs the win. So. It, they, you still miss, but it's much less. Even college foot, uh, kickers are better. The Missouri uh, field goal kicker this year was really, really good. He could he could make fifty yards, which in college is a lot. Um, so the whole kicking thing has changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Now I know the record was sixty three forever. Has that ever been broken? Tom Dempsey had the record sixty three yards. Oh, I think that record has been broken. Okay. I'm not sure. Where's Where's Luther King when we need him? I know, exactly. If anybody would know that, it'd be him. Well, Alexa would know too. We could could ask the A-Lady. She'll she'll know that. Uh, I I think that record has been broken. So, yeah, uh, thank you so much for that that comment. I'm a big fan of... And actually, the, the, the Kansas City... Uh, play-by-play guys, and I can't remember the name of is you know is a bit carried away with himself, but he's very very good too. Um, and, Mitch Holtis, the football yeah, guy. That's right. Yeah, he's, he's wild. 
He's wild, but he's good. Um, I just wish you'd not get quite so, uh, uh, you know, dramatic at the can end. Can anybody hear me? Yeah. Now we can. Okay, yeah, Trish, do we have anybody in waiting? There's no one in waiting at this time. All right, no problem. Let us so let, let us know. You can interrupt us when that happens. Okay, I will. But Bob from from I mean uh, Peter from our position upstairs where my broadcast partner and I work, it is very difficult. And the more dramatic the situation is, it the more difficult it is to keep you know keep keep charge of what you're doing. It it takes tremendous tremendous talent and 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 you know it's just it, it's frankly it's just easier to do what mitch does i mean under certain circumstances now my broadcast partner unleashed like that when our guy hit a walk-off grand slam home run you know my old partner didn't do it routinely you know mitch may do it more routinely the way tom hamilton does in cleveland where almost everything is armageddon on his broadcast and that can be exhausting to listen to but doctor well, I, I like the guy yeah i guess my, my my complaint with mitch is it's it's not so much the his regular play-by-play -play, it's that the the end of the game when he goes on and on and on about you know the, you know the chiefs are so disrespected it just goes it's just too much for my new england upbringing you know but he, he is very very good i i you know but uh, my complaints are at the you know at the end of big games where he just I, for me he just gets a bit too carried away. But you know that's me. Uh, he deserves all the credit he he's he's getting. Well, everybody can't be Ken Coleman. That's true. <laughs> and that is, that is absolutely. And then true. again, there's people who, yeah, uh, who think Ken Coleman is um, Ambien incarnate. Well, and that's also true. Everybody doesn't think that. Well, but. there's a balance somewhere. I just think that he he's he he just gets you know to my ears a bit too excited. I mean, John mm -hmm. Sterling, as we said, you know, when he was great, he he would get excited and, and it worked for him. To to my ears, now he was great twenty years ago. Now yeah, everything exactly. is so contrived. Yeah, you know, I never cared for Joe Castiglione. I always thought he was a shrieker, and he still is, but. He you takes know. time off now, Don. He don't even go to a lot of the road trips. I can't blame him. <laughs> yeah, well, the Red Sox if, this year. I wonder what would be worse, the Red Sox or the Yankees this year, actually. If, Red if, Sox. You, if you got the troops to replace you, why should you go to Kansas City or Milwaukee or Minnesota You know, if you got the troops? And the Yankees finally have a couple of guys to fill in for John and occasionally, very occasionally, fill in for Susan. Because she won't broadcast. She's like the Sandy Koufax of broadcasters. She won't broadcast on the high holy days. And so they have the troops to, to back her up. And Boston apparently hasn't somebody now for Joe. By the way, Don, Joe will be 77 on March 2nd. How do you like that? I thought he was even older than that. No, he was born in 47. Uh, he's <laughs> he's something else again. But, you know, if and he has his... His legions, no doubt about it. I'm not, not even saying a word against his legions, but you know, I'm just not going to be one of them. Good for Susan Waldman for for taking that those holidays, uh, and good for the Yankees for supporting her. I think that's exactly good. they uh -huh. they have done that right since she was with John. They've always found someone to back her up on those days. It used to be a guy named Sweeney Murdy. I don't know oh, what yeah. happened to him. He was pretty good. Yeah, I. 
he used to be on WFAN in New York. I forgot. I don't know what happened to him, but um, I heard his I heard his voice somewhere recently. I can't remember where. Um, I remember thinking about him. Anyway, um, so now you know it. Uh, you know, football is is officially over, uh, and which I know for for you, Don, is is good news, and baseball will begin to pick up steam. Except that now football, the draft begins the the endless conversation about who's going to be drafted when. And I was sort of interested. Uh, I keep saying this every year when we talk about the draft, about how poorly general managers do in picking people. You know, um, it's 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 a crapshoot. It's really hard to uh, to to uh, to uh, guess who's going to be good and who isn't. You know, well, if, people- if you want to, you can dodge the draft, and I do that routinely every year. Oh, I, I tend to do Yeah, I, I tend to do that too. But I, I do find it interesting, you know, that, you, you know, Purdy, for example, was the last pick of the last round of the draft a few years ago. And, you know, is a solid quarterback. He's not great, but he's, Bob said, is pretty good. You know, he's, he's for, for, um, we for have the, one minute for the 49ers. And one thing about, I, I don't know what Vegas is thinking about the 49ers. Because everything, everything I'm hearing, they got free agents. They got all kinds of trouble. They got to figure out their whole. Uh, they're going to have to pay more money to certain people and not other people. I, I, I wish them well, but I think they're going to take a step back next year. That's my my thought about that. And then, of course, the question is, what will the Jets do with Rodgers next year? I can hardly wait, and I'm being sarcastic. I think he'll be back for one more year. Oh, I think I he'll just be back. have a feeling. I one more back, place. I don't, think, I don't think the Jets going. I think I don't think he's going to that. I, I don't think he's going to get the Jets to, to where they want to go. That's that's my prediction. That's still a More tough division. But remember, guys, football is is never over. That's you got right. you got the United Football League and you got the Canadian Football League. So, so that's true, Mike. <laughs> Do you that's, follow the Canadian Football League, Mike? Because I I've occasionally will listen to a game in August. Occasionally, occasionally, occasionally I will. Uh, if I can catch them, I try, try to follow them. But uh, we've got a we've got a team here in Houston for the United Football League, so we'll, we'll I'll pay attention to them a little bit. All right, all right. Well, looks like we're going to be wrapping up momentarily, and when we see you next week, spring training would have already begun, and hopefully Kenley Jansen will remain a Red Sox, uh, not only for Mitch's benefit but for mine. <laughs> And uh, gentlemen, thank you so much. Trish, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Sports Roundtable today. Luther, we miss you. Uh, That's two weeks in a row we haven't heard from you. I hope you're okay. I do hear from you on the emails, so it sounds like you're doing well, but hopefully you'll be back next week. Peter, Don, Mike, thanks a lot. Participants, thanks a lot. Brad, Trish, go safe with God, everybody, and see you later, and hopefully we'll survive our snow here in the Northeast. Bye Good for luck. Now.